Welcome to the Wanna Talk Missions podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Tverdick, Director of Cup of Cold Water Ministries. We help people go and stay where God has called them to serve. This is the podcast of their stories. Our intent is to tell the good news of what God's doing around the world through His people in order to make His name known. Learn more about how you can engage in global missions at ccwm.org. And now, here's our show. One Baby for the World, 24 Days of Advent from a Missions Perspective, read by author Sherry Tverdick. December 13th, Bethlehem, Micah 5, verse 2. But you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. About this time, Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor, decreed that a census should be taken, and throughout the nation. This census was taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone was required to return to his ancestral home for this region. And because Joseph was a member of the royal line, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, King David's ancient home, journeying from the Galilean village of Nazareth. He took with him Mary, his betrothed, who was obviously pregnant by this time. O little town of Bethlehem, little town, you are small among. Only 300 people called Bethlehem home when Joseph and the obviously pregnant Mary came walking up the dusty road. The two passing by Rachel's tomb as the sun sets low, ending the four-day journey from Nazareth. The golden sky lights up the fields once belonging to Boaz, where Ruth gleaned, an unfolding story leading to this very promised moment. Bethlehem, little town where oil dripped from a young boy's head, the city of David. Rich history in such a little town, rich history and then long periods of silence. Small, silent town until today when Joseph and Mary walk through your gates and you step up again onto center stage. God has a plan, little Bethlehem, and in his plans, when his promises are involved, we are powerless. Often our roads lead us back. They lead us back to our own Bethlehem, where we didn't know we were supposed to be until we arrived at just the right time in just the right place, for just the right moment. Shame filled me as we drove away. I would never write home about this moment. Chased to our car by begging children, we drove away in a rush. They had tried to grab my purse, angry boys, demanding money, pulling on my arms. I felt afraid and I didn't know why. The worst they would have done is take my bag of groceries take my purse, would that have been so bad? 
Hurrying our kids into the Jeep and locking the doors, we pushed on the horn to warn the boys and then slowly took off just before they crawled onto the back of the vehicle. Behind me, in the rearview mirror, I saw them shouting in the road. It was quiet in the car. None of us knew what to say. We had just run away from children. We had run away from the ones we hoped to help. We ran away afraid, ran away angry. Late that night, I stood by my window, looking out at the dark slum. What had I been afraid of? There were too many of them. I couldn't speak the language well. I didn't want to do the wrong thing. What if? I had been afraid of the what if. So instead of trying to find a solution, I had run away. I couldn't shake the sight of the boys yelling in the street. Missionary fail number... How many was that now? I'd lost count. But I too was on a road. A road to my own Bethlehem that was winding, sometimes dangerous, and oh, so long to travel. It would lead me back to where I needed to be. Because as much as I wish to think I'm in control of my own life, my own destiny, I really am not. Nor have I ever been. I thought of those boys often. Imagining the results of a better response. I learned from them how I wanted to be. Learned from them how fear makes us all the things we don't want to be. And months fell by the wayside. Until one night, I opened a gear door and stepped into their world again. The gear was dimly lit by candlelight. No electricity, very little heat. As my eyes adjusted to the room... My heart took a giant leap at what sat before me. (sighs) There they were, the faces I had not forgotten. Three brothers and one sister who had chopped her hair short and wore her brother's clothing to look like one of them. It's safer that way, she told me later. Earlier that day, we'd received a call from a local government official. There was a family in dire need, seven children, one dying baby, Could we please go and check on them? We had dressed warm for the night, for it was so cold outside. Up the hill from where I lived, and around just one short corner, was my Bethlehem. All that time, they were living there. How we managed to never bump into one another after that fearful getaway in my Jeep, I'll never know. But tonight, we were back face to face. A different me, a humbled me, a learner greeted them. The boys offered me a piece of bread, the only food in the gear. Still now, as I write, I can smell that bread, see it in the warm glow of candlelight as the most precious meal I was ever offered. We have enough to last us the whole week, the youngest boy proudly announced. One loaf of bread, a week of meals. I asked questions. The children gave answers mostly too awful to digest. Their parents were garbage pickers, and they were too. None of the children had ever attended school. All were illiterate. They were unregistered, nearly invisible to society. Because of this, they couldn't get access to a doctor or electricity or solve even the simplest of life's problems. It was going to be a mess to try to help them. Entering into this story would be anything but simple. Do you remember me? 
I asked the oldest boy, the one whom I last saw in my rearview mirror, wishing he would say no. Yes, the seven-year-old replied. Yes, I do. I went back in my mind to the jeep for a moment to a response I'd give anything to redo. And then I silently thanked God for this night, this full circle night, thanked him for bringing me back to exactly where I needed to be. Engage with the story today. Where is your Bethlehem? Where has God moved all the pieces around for you to walk in just the right time, exactly as you were supposed to? Thanks for listening. See you next time on Wanna Talk Missions. Make sure to check out all that God's doing with our missionaries at Cup of Cold Water Ministries by visiting ccwm.org. And that's our show.